And welcome everybody to Locked On. It's uh, ESL Wrap Time, episode number six. We are fast approaching the end of the mid-season break of season nine in the Rainbow Six Pro League season. Uh, we have Oceanic Cup starting next weekend and then concluding the weekend after. It is all happening. Uh, we've got three, basically three weeks left of season nine in the ANZ season and then we start moving on to APAC. Uh, finals and qualifiers for the big one. So uh, what have we been talking about? Doesn't matter because you first need to hear who we are. I'm Wilco and that woohoo was from Butters. How are you going, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Not too it's bad. Been, it's been a hell of a, a little period. We've obviously got yes. um, another game that we cover launching tonight, so we're all a bit tired and weary and getting ready for that. <laughs> but that's okay. Rainbow Six is still happening. Operation Burnt Sanger is a, is a go and it is out there. Um, Indeed. And there's lots of buffs and nuffs about that. Spurs the nurse and buffs and nuffs as well. So my brain is off tonight, but that's okay. Because what we're going to talk about tonight is the ESL section. Um, this is our sixth episode. We do just, this is a spin-off episode of the Tom Clancy series. We do Tom Clancy on Thursday nights. And then on Monday nights, we just talk Rainbow Six ESL for Australia. And we do cover the rest of the world. But Doc is currently out of action traveling across America at the moment. But we will have him back yes. very soon as well as a very special guest next week on this podcast, on this episode next Monday night. Tune in for Shane, uh, Ubisoft Australia, the person who organises all the Rainbow Six stuff that happens around Australia and was just previously over at the Six Invitational and also then met up over in France with the, the big wigs of the uh, ESL scene, so Rainbow Six scene. Indeed. So really excited to have him on, so join us next week for that one. It's going to be good. But this week, what has happened, Butters? We, we take our eyes off the um, Rainbow Six Australian scene and all hell breaks loose. Uh, yeah. We just can't leave these guys alone. Turn for it back five for seconds. a minute and then everything goes to hell. It's like, oh, come on, guys. I'll quickly what touch on something that's in APAC but not in ANZ. Something that really affects ANZ, though, and affects us all. The fact that Walker, one of the best players in the world currently, had an amazing six invitational. Just ups mm. and he's left. He's retired yeah. from esports scene, at so, least for now. Not, as far as it. he's saying, he's like, I'm, I'm done for now. So he's done for now. Which I understand. Okay, six invitational is the grand final. After that, that is when if you're going to give up, you're going to give up. After that, yeah. But he's still in such good form. But anyway, so that's that's official. He has left, uh, and JJ is replacing him in Nora Rango. So good luck to JJ. Big big shoes to fill. Indeed. But I think I can do it. I think Nora's going to be just as strong. But Walker, besides the grenade kills he does at um, <laughs> the Masters, yeah. um, he's, a, he's a super super person, a super talent. So Indeed. hopefully we see him back again. Hopefully we get that over 35s or the, the, the Masters <laughs> series going and he can come back there and, and wipe us all again. So well, he's, he's such a lovely young person, though. Still in his early 20s, so you know, he's That's got a long road ahead of him. He has, so... Good luck, mate. Good luck, and hope all is well. And Nora, I hope you guys can can maintain that momentum you've got. Yeah, indeed. We'll we'll stick with the uh, changes, the ANZ carousel or roller coaster or whatever you want to call it. The the crazy season that has happened at the moment. This is the one part I don't like about the esports scene at the moment. It's just not enough stability, especially in yeah. the ANZ scene. Um, you get stuff like this, and it just doesn't look good for the. Th- for the for the league, but we'll go into it a bit further now. The the two big things obviously is uh low key the 
um, pro league side has split ways with the team. So the team itself yep. is holding uh, the pro league spot. They are no longer with low key, which we did talk about last time because they are in the Oceanic Cup under Monsters Inc. Yes. Uh, so that is a thing that they are competing in that. Um, team will continue to compete in pro league and low key goes back to just having a challenger league side. Uh, so it's very strange news and something obviously we don't want to see, but we do see a fair bit about the teams that are, are sitting around the bottom of the table. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, look, it's sad news and it's in, very interesting to see where they go from here. And basically the team got gutted from my understanding anyway. They no, um, so we're we're talking no. about the other team that we're about to go on to it in a yeah. sec. Yeah, Sorry, we are. <laughs> so gentlemen in underwear have had two people leave to go to better positions or different positions, and that has basically meant with a, a few other changes that gentlemen in underwear are actually pulling out uh, of yeah. can't fulfil the, the the core team responsibility, so therefore aren't in pro league anymore. Uh, they do do hope to get something together and come back. But, yeah, just a year of, um, of stability issues has forced them basically to to walk away. So what that means yes. for Pro League is any team that has played them in the past gets a full three points uh, for the, each map that they've played them on, and any teams going forward in the future will get three points uh, straight up. So Yeah, so does... pretty much everything we reported on is now incorrect and everything has changed. Yes, basically the whole table's basically changed since we talked to you guys last. It's it's a crazy, crazy scene. But um, look, it is what it is, and now it, it it they were one of the. This is what we're talking about going into the second half of the season. They were one of two teams that had a couple two maps up their sleeve with Fnatic's, so that helps the teams yet to play them. They've just got some easy points going in. Yeah, it also helps the auto relegation spot is now only one deep instead of two, so um, that does help a few teams that were sitting around that um, that bottom of the table, which is the third team that was sitting around the bottom of that table um, is Mind Freak, and Mind Freak have also had an issue where the team has split with Mind Freak themselves, mm-hmm. so. They will be going under. Let me get this right. I can't pronounce this. Josh, can you pronounce this? X nil uh, nihilo. Yeah, that, that one. That's the that's the name the team will be playing under now for the remainder of the pro league season. Um, now we've got to look at the table a little bit closer because, as we said before, gentlemen underwear are we're sitting in seventh. So that basically brings mind freak up, or now what Josh oh, just said. Yeah, X nihilo. Um, yeah, and. Uh, they do have not have point. They have not played gentlemen underwear, so they're going to get a bonus three points on what top of what they already are. So that's going to put them yeah. sort of out of range. Oh, oh, sorry, out of the auto relegation spot. Or oh, not really, actually, because I'm looking now. Monsters Inc., which formerly low key, has not played them as well, so that's going to push them up as well. So yeah, look, it's those two teams are basically sit, sitting in seventh spot at the moment. So. Um, that's I guess that's the big changes as far as teams go. There's been a lot of little changes yeah. as far so, as players go. Yeah, there's there's only been uh, what three teams that have actually played against GIU. So, yes, um, one was a draw with Orglus, one was a defeat against Darksided, and one was a defeat against Oddity. So, well, each one of those Dark-sided goes up to a loss. 
lost to GUI. I'm looking at it at the moment, so it's four seven. Oh, there's there's uh yes, wait. they lost one map, so that's three points yeah. that Darkside is getting. That's helping them out massively because mm. uh, that puts them a little bit further up the table than what they were. It basically, puts them very close to that uh, automatic uh, uh, land yeah, spot for uh, the APAC qualifiers, which is what you really want to get to. So. Um, yeah, look, it helps Darkside it out. It doesn't really help August out too much because they're currently sitting on top of the table with two maps in hand. Mm. Uh, sorry, two maps extra on Fnatic, um, but doesn't get them any extra points, unfortunately. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so basically Darkside's a big winner out of Gentleman Underwear walking away. So Indeed. Um, look, other than that, we talked about it on the Tom Clancy podcast, but I think we talked about it a little bit last week that as far as player movements goes, Neo's been told he's getting a release from Fnatic, but we haven't heard anything since. So yeah, it's it's sort of it's it's gonna happen, but there hasn't been any hasn't been any, any talk as to what's going on with Neo apart from him tweeting out saying I'm going to be released from my from yeah. uh was it Fnatic? Yeah, from Fnatic. So the other thing then going is Strider has left um, Gentleman Underwear, and that yep. was one of the, the key instigators of what happened with, along with Dino. So with the craziness of Gentleman in Underwear, um, there's also the stuff where Diesel has left uh, as well. So he's gone from Gentleman Underwear as part of their disbanding uh, process. Yep. With Auglis, Diesel has then come across to Auglis after, and Silex has become coach there as well. So... Um, lots of movement from the whole gentleman underwear disbanding. Lots of good players there that really do deserve a spot in pro league, going to places that they might get a bit more of a, a go, and definitely staying in the top in the pro league. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. I, I assume what's happened with the catalysts for the mind freak side of things is we had Kings and Crescent were dropped from the roster, uh, which had then Jace, JCs and Spruce would join join the roster. Um, but then obviously the the team leaves the organization, leaving just the sorry, the org has left the, the organization. So the roster has left the team has left the org. Yeah, the roster has left Ooh. the organization. Yes, that's yep. what I'm trying to say. Um so this leaves us like Fnatic's not gonna have a spot, but still there's a big gap here for someone. If someone can get Neo in, this is what I'm waiting waiting for, is Neo to officially be released and then turn up somewhere, but they're getting into that the three weeks left of the pro league where he's probably not going to get a spot, hmm. although someone would make a spot for him. But um, I guess the other big thing that this shook me, like I jumped straight in Discord and, and and talked about it straight away, was along with what was the big one to leave, but Specker, yeah, Specker, who's also been playing great form for Darksided, and really Darksided turned the ship around. It was going really good towards the end of the first half of the pro league. <laughs> And now he's stepped away as well. So we haven't heard w- what's actually happening with Specker in the future at this stage. It's just he's leaving the organization and leaving Rainbow Six at this stage. So we'll see what happens. But out of um, out of all the Mind Freak stuff where Kings left uh, Mind Freak, uh, he has now ended up to take Specker's spot in Dark Side. Big shoes to fill. So yeah, definitely. Definitely big shoes. See how that goes. Look, there's some other stuff happening in the rest of APAC, but we just really wanted to focus on ANZ itself for this stage. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of movement there. It's really hard to keep a, keep 
a cover of everything that's happened, especially in AZ. Like, there's just not enough solid reporting of all this stuff. It's basically people's Twitter messages, people's personal Twitter messages. Like, even the orgs don't have clear and concise things of what's actually happened. So, Loki never actually made an announcement on any kind of Twitter message that we saw that say that they're no longer with said Pro League team. We had to find that through uh, Bundy's Twitter account. Yeah. So that's how that's how little we've got to go on in this um in this esports league. But it's a- this is mid season, Josh. This is mid season mm-hmm. nine. I know Interpretational just happened. We've just had a major break. There's all kinds of other things happening at the moment, but this is some of this stuff is just silly. Like- it hundred percent is like you, you do hear about in pretty much all forms of sport, sort of mid season departures and all that sort of stuff. But there's a lot of teams generally in a league so you don't you're like ah so so and so has left that team Hmm. and is a free agent for the time being usually picked up pretty quickly and there's not a lot of pro league teams in apac anz area yeah so it's it's sort of like it screams of um we're about to get relegated let's go with a team that's either about to come up from challenger league or get a spot with one of the bigger boys yeah uh, I understand the retirings look specker. That's just I, I I would like to see those people retire at the end of the season, but it's up to them personal things. And, and the invitational being mid season makes that hard. Yeah, but because um, you, you, things like the invitation, things like that, you, you plan a year ahead for. So look, you, you've had a crack. You didn't get there. Obviously, with Dark Side, he he thought maybe mid last last year they could have got one of those spots to get to. The APAC qualifiers and APAC finals, and maybe get that spot, but didn't happen. Invitation mm. finished. Okay, I'm not doing it this year. I'm not having a crack. I'm walking away. That's fair enough. Look, that's one change, but whole teams leaving is an issue. It is, and that's something that, that we've got to get fixed up. Um, I, I, I understand. Going on. I understand a lot of that could be. Well, we can't afford to pay you yeah. anymore, uh, so we're going to have to let the organization or let let your roster go, which. That can happen. I mean, esports are still a, a fledgling mm. uh, thing. There's but contract have contracts. Yeah, till seasons end, till seasons end. But anyway, it's just me having a rant. Look, it's still gonna. We're still gonna turn up uh, Wednesday night and have some absolutely cracking matches. Obviously, not as many as we were going to have yeah. because we've just lost a whole heap of maps uh, from the rotation. We'll go through those in a sec. Exactly what I'm missing, but we've got. Um, three weeks of pro league left in this in this uh, season before we go to the finals. Uh, we've got six days of matches left with the big one on the twenty seventh of March, which has mm-hmm. all the final matches, which is going to be epic, and I can't wait for that day. So, look, let's move on we've to actually the actual. Got, we've actually only got five days of matches left, technically. Oh yeah, because we've lost one because of yeah. gentlemen underwear. Who are for, basically forfeited against Fnatic now. Yes. Um, so matches start the 13th. So it's this Wednesday. Fnatic v. Oddity, uh, August v. Darksided, August v. Darksided. These are the two top four. These are the top four sides mm. playing off against each other. Massive ramifications for the top four. Actually, probably not that massive, just the, the position they end up in, yeah. I guess. Have, having not um, seen yeah the revised uh, ladder, and not being able to do the quick maths to work it out myself, then this could it's not be going to change much. It's not going to change too much, but you could see 
perhaps it, oddity it, popping up there a bit further or maybe even orbless yeah. or something. It, something weird's going to happen. You'll be like, what? <laughs> the only thing it can do is if oddity or dark sided, well, not even dark sided, they've got more points than that now. Mm. If oddity get beat by Fnatic 6 zip, as far as points go, um, that puts a vant in touch with them yeah. where they may be able to beat them or maybe able to get ahead of them. But realistically, these are the four teams going through. I'm, I'm calling that now. Um, well, that so they're just basically seems, battling yeah, for position. It definitely seems day. to be the way it is. It's like you've got the, the top four that are like just battling to see where where they end up at the end of the season, whereas and the remainders are like trying not to get that auto-relegation. Yeah, top two would be perfect at a psychological advantage, but yeah. Um, but saying that these are that's the the night to watch, just because the results won't actually end up doing much to the overall um, look and feel of the actual table. These yeah. are going to be cracker matches, especially Fnatic coming back first time back in Australia after uh, the break, um, and August and Darkside had uh, been battling it for a long time. It's interesting to see how Darkside goes without Specker. Uh, that's going to be the key. So yeah, that, moving on that to will Thursday, be quite interesting, I reckon. Yeah. Hopefully they can hold it together. But moving on to Thursday the 14th, um, the first map of the night's gone. That was Gentleman Underwear versus Loki, which was going to be a very key match for the relegation position, but Loki just get the automatic six points now. Mm-hmm. So um, the second match, which is now, um, now the X-Mind Freak guys, basically, versus Avant. Um, I suspect Avant should win this uh, the way they're playing at the moment, but yeah, it'll be... I, Avant is an unchanged side, which is gold in, in this time of the season. Yeah. So, um, 100%. And they played fairly well in the, in the, in the matches in the off-season. Um, Mind Freak is a team without Mind Freak now, and they're a team without a few players. So if Avant doesn't win this, there's some questions to be asked there on, on where their focus is. But yeah. They, they should win this quite easily. 100%. I, I'm, I'm putting my money on uh, Event to pull this one off. So, And that could get them really close to that top four spot. That That's a pretty key two nights of, of Pro League, Wednesday, Thursday. We could There's a potential of seeing Event sneak into the four at that stage. Yeah. Uh, going to what would have been a Friday match where we would have got to see Fnatic twice in a week is now obviously not happening. Gentleman Underwear is not there. So that's... Takes us to the following week. So, yes, going by that, this should be a really good game. So, the Wednesday the 20th, which is in between the Oceanic Cup semis and finals. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, Fnatic will be playing Darkside first up, which on paper, if Fnatic turn up. They should, they should be able to win this one easily. But, again, it's one of those sort of situations where you never know. Hmm. Especially like it, it'll just interest to see how how Dark Side turn up uh, on Wednesday this coming Wednesday to see how they get flow into that match against Fnatic. But that's a game they could potentially win or take us some draw out of, and they need to if they want to keep the top two open up for them. They're, they're still yeah. like I said, the four's pretty much guaranteed. It's those top two spots that they they'd be having their eye on. Yeah, so hundred percent. Um. So this it's it's week five. So in in a week and a half time, we we finally see Monsters Inc. return to Pro League, and they get to play August in a match that they need to get some points out yeah. of to sort of stay out of the bottom of the table. Yeah, they um, they definitely. But August, they definitely yeah. um, yeah, def- definitely need to step up on this one. But I think August will uh, they'll at least get one 
one map down. Um, yeah, I reckon. And having seen how uh, Monsters Inc. Boys played during the uh, the last chance qualifiers, uh, they were good. They, they were doing pretty good. So I, I think Orglis has got They're one. And good. no, I don't know about that. Stranger things have happened. Yeah, that has. Yeah. That's the thing. They go into a map that, that that's their map, and mm. they've got an advantage on. Then look, they can possibly do it. That's how close the things the the current season is. But the only thing that'll do is shuffle. If if Loki, oh sorry, if Monsters Inc. now can grab a map off them, then that just changes dot four and keeps them out of the the, the seventh yeah, final bottle spots. So, um, so then the Thursday. We see what would have been gentlemen underwear versus what would have been mind freak, but neither of those teams are, are actually there anymore. So that's uh, ex mind freak getting six points right there. Yep. Then, looking at how we've just talked about the season, this Thursday night match, Oddity versus Event, becomes extremely vital. It does. If Event does get the points it needs and Oddity doesn't get the points it needs, this is a battle for fourth spot, a chance mm-hmm. to play off for the 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 qualifiers and the finals. Um, remembering, you know, it, you need to get in that top four spot. That's so vital. And Oddity at this stage, if they lose to Fnatic 6 and, look, and don't get a point, an event does get those points, like we said, that puts them ahead of Oddity, which means mm-hmm. Oddity needs to win that night. It's going to be a cracker and it'll probably go each way. It'll probably be three points, three points, but yes. every other point that they can get on the other person is vital at that stage, so... What do you reckon, Josh? Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, I think Event has what they need to take down Oddity. Uh, it just depends whether that um, Oddity sitting, where are they, number three currently without any of the adjustments, yes. uh, whether that sort of gets under their skin a little bit, which could throw them yep. off. Uh, but, yeah, if Event manages to, to pull off both maps, right, that puts them directly into third spot. So with the adjustment, I think Oddity sitting in fourth. I've got Oddity sitting in fourth at the moment, yeah. to be honest. So, um, which is only four points ahead of Event. Mm-hmm. So, like we said, six point turnaround if they lose, if they don't get any points against Fnatic and Event uh, do get maximum points against uh, X Mind Freak. Yeah, so, well, that, yeah, it definitely puts them into fourth spot, potentially third, yeah. depending on what goes on. So, yeah. Mm. So it's, it's a that's a vital game for the top four, right there. That's that's March twenty first. Only match on that night because gentlemen underwear are out. Yep. Um, so yeah, check keep an eye on that one. So then the massive Friday. Uh, sorry, massive Wednesday, the twenty seventh of March. This is the night you need to mark off on your calendars. This <laughs> is a game night, final night of the season. So we will see Fnatic v Orglis. Yep. The match of the season, one v two from last year, um, the APAC qualifiers from last year. APAC finals qualifiers from last year, sorry, playing off against each other uh, first up. Yep. Darksided will then take on Monsters Inc. and Fnatic August again. So I assume they're going to be played side by side. I believe so, because um, having a look at this, uh, they're all, they're, uh, the first two matches are set for so that's same uh, time. 7 o'clock, daylight yeah, savings time. Nine. And then the next yeah. one's uh, 8 o'clock. Oh, okay. yeah. Because it only takes an hour to draw map, give or take. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you're talking about the yeah. So what you'll be seeing, yeah, they'll be side by side. So Fnatic v August, Darksider versus My, um, Monsters Inc., which obviously could be important for Monsters Inc., depending on how that seventh spot runs out. Yep. 
Um, yeah, so who are they battling it out with? Oh, the ex-Mind Freak guys as well. That's who's going to be at the bottom of the table as well. Yeah. Um, so then the the, four, the two matches after that are Oddity versus the ex-Mind Freak, which could then become a very vital spot for the last place on the table. Yep. And Avant get full points because they would have been playing a GUI yeah. at this stage. So that is vital for the fourth spot because Avant's already going in with six points in the bag. Oddity will be going in having to beat X Mind Freak to try and guarantee themselves that fourth spot mm. if it all goes the way we are talking about it now. So. Yes, what a, be, ma- what a night of matches. Yeah, it's going to be... Just purely that fanatic August match and then obviously the repercussions of that oddity Mind Freak, ex-Mind Freak game. It's going to be an interesting uh, interesting three weeks, weeks I reckon, mm-hmm. seeing where and all we'll this have... goes. Yes, exactly. So one thing's for certain, we never get anything right, so any of this could uh, change and go uh, pear-shaped for us in our <laughs> predictions. But that's the way we see it going at the moment. But... Look, next week we will have the results from all the matches. We'll actually go through that. Um, yep. We will also have the first weekend of the Oceanic Cup results, and we'll go through that. And then we will have Shane from Ubisoft Australia to discuss what's happening in Rainbow Six in Australia uh, and also, or sorry, ANZ slash APAC region. And then what is also happening with that Oceanic Cup live land finals on the 23rd, 24th of March, which you can get your tickets for if they're not sold out. So Indeed. Um, so that's an ESL wrap for Monday, the 11th of March, the day before the Division 2 launches. It's a matter <laughs> of hours before the Division 2 launches. So it's, I've got a many, many hours ahead of me and I'm already inside, but... Thank you, Butters, no for worry. putting up with me tonight. Sorry about all the issues and misreadings on my behalf. That's all good. Um, it happens to the best of us. Yes, uh, it happens to me <laughs> a lot. But anyway, um, where can people find you if they want to uh, chat uh, to you or catch up with you? You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Mr. Buttersocks. Other, other than that, you can hit me up on Uplay as MrButtersocks.usm. Excellent. Uh, if you want to catch me on Wilco's Chill Zone, I'm on all Wilco's Chill Zone on all the places, uh, Twitch and Twitter mainly at the moment. Uh, you can also find us on ultrasupermega.com.au. That's where we keep all our uh, podcast episodes, including the Tom Clancy podcast episodes, which we're up to episode 65 at the moment of that. So go check out all those over there. If you want to join us on Discord, it's locked on lads.com slash Discord. Mm-hmm. If you want to re- review us on iTunes, you can either search for, search for us actually on all your podcast apps of choice through Tom Clancy. That will get you there. That will get you to us with number one Tom Clancy podcast in the world. Um, you can then give us a review if you want. Uh, but if you also want to do it, if you're on iTunes in particular, locked on lads.com slash iTunes will get you there as well. But it has been a week. It has been an episode and we will catch you all on Thursday for the big um post launch or post early access launch division two podcast of the tom clancy version of this very podcast so have a great night all and we'll catch you all very very soon peace time to pack it up my work is done